Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Join the show back after this. Welcome back, everybody. I'm very excited to talk to our next guest. There's a monster UFC pay-per-view coming up this weekend. UFC 297. And very excited to have one of the co-headliners here. She is an OG. She is going for the belt coming up this weekend against Myra Buena Silva. It is Raquel Pennington. Rocky, so much. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. How are you? Um, I'm doing fantastic. I cannot wait to see you in action this weekend for the belt. Uh, do you feel, Rocky, like you've been at this for a while? Everybody makes a point. But do you feel like at the at the peak of your powers right now because you're on an absolute roll? Uh, has something clicked, I guess, throughout all this winning streak that has made you feel like you can't be stopped right now? 100%. I feel like everything has truly aligned. Like, I'm a huge believer in embracing the journey. And I've failed in that aspect a few times. And, you know... My journeys look completely different. This is my second time up for the world title. The first time, like, it just wasn't my time. And it's as simple as that. But as a person, like, I feel like I've just tremendously grown as a person, as an athlete. And, like, the universe just has a way. Like, life has come together. I always say, you know, you can go to the gym and freaking do all the work, take all the vitamins, eat all the food. But if your head and your heart ain't right, it doesn't matter. And my career has had a lot of, like, ups and downs with it and there's I've been through some things that most people would have quit on but I kept climbing and throughout it it was like a big thing for me that I appreciate is you just need to have fun have fun and maximum effort that's it and like I always complicated that in different aspects and now that I've just kind of reset like I'm having fun and it's showing and everything else in my life is fully aligned and so it just plays a huge huge part what was the can you point to a moment or or something that had like what was i guess maybe the the point where you're like i'm going to be more loose i'm not gonna you know get on myself and be so hard on myself like what was the the moment or as it was it just a a, a steady growth when you got to this point it was multiple moments you know what i mean like i mean i sat here and i went into a huge fight with misha tate um i had a torn right shoulder and it was just like oh gosh but like my pride and my ego wasn't gonna let me pull from that it was a huge event um, you know, the first time that UFC was in New York, like there was so much going behind it. And then after that fight, I went into a long layoff, had total major reconstructive surgery, came back into the highest profile fight of my career with the first world title. Um, you know, lots of medical issues, all kinds of stuff going on, went into another fight, missed weight for the first time in my career. Like nobody's going to be more critical than I have been on myself. And it was just one thing after another, after another, but I kept doing things. And finally, one day it was just like, all right, I absolutely hate the way I feel as a person. I hate the way I'm being as an athlete. Like none of this is fun. Like it, I just hit a dark, dark point. And, you know, I was at crossroads. You have one way to go or the other, either you hang it up or you get your together is how I seen it. And so I was like, you know, I still have what it takes in here. I feel it in me, but how do I go through and find that? And that's been my journey is like, you know, I've just been breaking things down as a person, as an athlete, taking the proper steps, learning how to get past my own self, how to get past like the fact that like, okay, if I'm physically like destroyed right now, 
going to going and doing recovery is okay. As athletes, sometimes we get wrapped up and it's like, we got to work, 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 work. And that's not the truth. Like, and as much, I always say, you know, this port, this sport is 90% mental, 10% physical. Well, as much physical work as you're going out there and doing, you need to put that work into your mental state. I wasn't doing that. Like, it was like, oh, I can figure it out. I'm a tough person. Like I got this. And the biggest thing for me was just kind of hitting the reset button. Truly, when people say going back to the drawing board, legit going back to the drawing board. And I went back to the drawing board in so many different aspects. I had to sit in front of a mirror and internally like figure out what was going on. And when I did that, like things just started to shift. I made change in my environment. I made change with my team. I absolutely started having fun again. And it's just, it's different, you know? There's so much outside noise. It's easy to fall into different things. And I I eliminated all that. I learned how to find balance and like just this like freeing aspect and trust in myself, believe in myself. And that's made a difference. I'm here for a reason. I'm on a five fight win streak for a reason. Has there, uh, d- did you have any of old doubts creep back once the title fight was on the line just because of stakes again? Or did you find it like it kept cruising through this the same way that you've all worked on yourself and been it as as it all felt normal I guess just because it's a title fight it feels normal the pressure like the only person to put pressure on you is you and like for me like I've been here before I felt the pressure to the max like I've done a million different things call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And in reality, you know, I mean, I've been doing this sport for a very long time. I think 14 years now. I've been in the UFC for 10 of those years and I've been in the top 10 for majority of that time. I fought in the best of the best. And, you know, I mean, the emotions have come and gone like this. I've fallen and I've gotten back up the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And now, like, for me, I'm just having fun. I'm trusting in my capabilities. I'm trusting in everything that I have. You know, I've understood, like, the hard work that I put in. And I fully just believe in all the things that I'm capable of. So I'm just, when people say embrace the journey, like, I'm truly just embracing the journey. There's no pressure. The, I feel like you go out there and you just put best effort and you have fun, the outcome will be in your favor. And for me, like as a person, I've already won in life. I truly have my cake. That belt this weekend is just the icing on top. That's a representation of the last 14 years of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and all my dedication. I tell you, Rocky, you give me the gooses. This whole, uh, this whole thing has been very inspirational. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, but so do you look at this week? Is it you know, for you, somebody who's been, I think I saw a stat that it was, it would be only you, Robbie Lawler and Oliveira who had been in the UFC for, from 10 years, uh, their debut to winning the championship. So there's some, some great names you've been in there with the best. I think you've only lost to former champions. If you get this belt, when you, I get this, when, belt. when you get this belt, do you look at that as I, I'm good. That's the last thing I want to do. Or do you want to reign for a while? Like, how do you, how do you see that all working out? Like, is this, is this looking at as the conclusion, the, the, the topping of a career, or do you want to keep going it, it, once you win the belt? This is just my stepping stone. You know, this is just walking into my greatness, embracing my greatness. 
and getting that respect from the rest, the rest of the world and showing like exactly all my hard work and whatnot and just being that champion. But I feel like to also be a true champion, like you got to defend the belt a few times at least. So I'm not done yet. I feel like I've just hit my prime and like we're just getting started. Is there a uh, is there a difference from being in the UFC for as long as you have? Like what is aside from just you personally, how has I guess fighting changed from the time you walked in? Like what are the things that you notice just from either opponents' talents or the way fight weeks go? Or is what are the what are the what is the biggest change you've seen in the sport? Fight weeks still the same, still crazy as ever, lots of obligations, things to do, whatnot, deal with all the outside noise and you know, the hype of everything or whatnot. But uh as far as like the sport, I mean when I first came into the sport, male dominant sport to the max. Now, I mean, you have so much talent. You have multiple women's divisions. Uh, you have younger generations coming up of all this incredible talent. Like, it's just really cool to see. I remember back in the day, I was like, I started the sport and I fought a few of the same opponents twice because there wasn't any competition. Like, there wasn't many women out there. And then now, you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh. But uh, I remember being that girl and I was like, I'm going to be one of the first women in the UFC. And people literally laughed at me, like laughed in my face. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but one day it's going to happen. And then that door started to open and here comes Rhonda and Dana changes his mind. And like the avenue was there. And then the first, you know, ultimate fighter was my division. And, you know, I went through everything that I had to and was one of the first women to ever sign to the UFC. Like. I don't know. I'm just that type of person that when I put my mind to something and once I make up my mind, it's game over. Uh, Myra said some like comments this week about like, oh, this wasn't the matchup that anybody cares about. I know you scoffed at this. Do you feel like when a, your opponent says something like that, that they're a little bit mentally off the focus of you, that, that they maybe haven't been taking you seriously enough or aren't going into this fight with the right mindset? Or do you just focus on you? Listen, my biggest thing is focus on me because at the end of the day, all I have is control over that. Right. But as an athlete, like, I feel like I've been an athlete since I was five years old. I've played every sport. And I feel like there is always, it doesn't matter what the competition is. There's always a healthy level of respect towards your opponent, towards the other team, whatever it is. That doesn't mean that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to perform. You're not going to do whatever you need to do and everything else. But I believe you need to respect because they're there for a reason. This girl, all the things that I keep hearing about her saying and whatnot, like, I feel like, she doesn't have that respect level figured out. So she's going to figure that out the hard way. I feel like Mayra's done what she's needed to, to get into the UFC. And she's here for a reason. She's going to be a challenge. She's going to be tough. She's going to bring a fight. Right. But I feel like she's still very green. Um, and that's where her downfall is. I feel like she's very much so into the noise and worrying about, I keep hearing that. Like, she's like, oh, they're not going to care. Like I got to talk all this stuff. I got to do this. I got to do that. And at the end of the day, like, you could talk and talk and talk and use all your energy, but you're going to answer to my fist come Saturday. And right now you're so worried about hyping up something. I'll tell you what, people are going to watch. They're going to watch whether you talk or not. Like, sorry, the TV's on. People are tuned in. Like there's so many people out there who love the women's fights. Like at the end of the day, like I feel like her mind is just, I don't know. She's honestly, I feel like she's in her own delusional little world good for you you fully believe in yourself or you're saying whatever but the thing for me is like I love psychology and stuff and like I just really feel like insecurities are loud and confidence is silent and you're doing a whole lot of talking can't wait to watch it this weekend Raquel Penton go get UFC 297 I can tell you 
my interest is very high in seeing uh seeing you this weekend raquel and uh it'd be really really awesome if you uh if you do get that belt when you get that belt i can't when wait to I see this uh good luck this weekend it. thank you all righty all the best